It's Disney's Moana, Chapter 7. Moana and her father raced down the path to Grandma Tala's Fale. Please be all right. Please be all right, Moana chanted silently, all other thoughts gone from her mind. The only thing that mattered was getting to her grandmother. Barely slowing at the entrance, Moana leapt into the Fale, skidding to a stop at the sight of her grandmother stretched on her sleeping mat, Sina at her side. Grandma Tala's cheeks were drawn, her breathing a shallow rattle. For a moment, Moana stared at her in shock. How could she look so sick? Moana had just seen her. She thought back to their conversations on the beach, at the cave. She realized she had been too wrapped up in her own problems to notice her grandmother's slow walk, her need to rest more often than usual, her shaking hands. As Moana sank down on her knees next to her grandmother, her mother wrapped an arm around her shoulders, but that did nothing to alleviate the tightness in Moana's chest. Entering just behind her, Moana's father surveyed the scene, and in his face, Moana saw the same mix of fear and dread that was curling around her lungs. Tui turned to the warrior who had summoned them, an unspoken question in his eyes. We found her at the edge of the water, the man explained. His voice was soft, as though he knew they were all close to breaking, and he was worried one loud word would crack them open. What can be done? Tui asked just as quietly. Sina stood and went to her husband's side, leaning her head against his shoulder. As the three of them debated potential remedies near the Fale's entrance, something soft brushed against Moana's hand. Grandma Tala had stirred and was reaching for her. Wrapping her fingers around Grandma Tala's, Moana was startled by how thin and cold she felt. She tried to gently rub warmth back into her grandmother's hand, as though by warding off the cold she could hold off death, too. Grandma Tala's mouth moved, but Moana couldn't hear anything. She leaned close so her grandmother could save her strength. Go, Grandma Tala whispered. Not now. I can't, Moana said. Her grandmother needed her. She couldn't leave. You must, Grandma Tala insisted, the words rasping out of her throat. The ocean chose you, she continued, as though it didn't matter that Moana had never sailed beyond the reef. Follow the fish hook. Grandma, Moana objected. And when you find Maui, Grandma Tala said, her voice gaining strength as she gave Moana's hand a little squeeze. You grab him by the ear. You say, I am Moana of Montanui. You will board my boat, sail across the sea, and restore the heart of Tefiti. Tears welled in Moana's eyes. I can't leave you. Reaching up with her free hand, 
Gramatala wiped the tears away, then patted Moana's cheek. There is nowhere you could go that I won't be with you, she said. Pulling Moana's face down, she pressed it to hers in a honey. You will find a way, Moana. You will find your way. Suddenly, a healer rushed in, his bag of medicinal oils and plants slung over one shoulder. Moana's parents whirled to consult with him. With a gentle touch, Grandma Tala drew Moana's attention back to her, tugging something hard into her hand. Moana ran her fingers over the familiar curve of Grandmother's shell necklace. Go! Grandma Tala whispered again before her head sank back to the mat and her eyes fluttered close. Her face relaxed and her breathing slowed. Clutching the necklace, Moana moved aside to give the healer room next to her grandmother's mat. Then, knowing there is nothing more she could do there, Moana stepped out of the fale and let the night wash over her. In the sky, the stars of Maui's fishhook sparkled, and Moana remembered her grandmother's long fingers tracing their shape for her when Moana was a little girl, the two of them lying in the grass by the shore. This one is the top, Gramatala had said. Then these seven curve down and loop back up. Most important, these two are the final barb, so no fish can escape. A playful gleam had come into her eyes, and she'd twisted up on her side to face Moana. You cannot escape, little fish, Grandma Tala had cackled hooking her finger into a claw and swiping it toward Moana's nose. Eee! Moana had squealed, leaping to her feet. They had chased each other up and down the sand, water lapping at their toes. The stars in the sky blurred as Moana blinked back tears. She realized that her grandmother had believed that one day Moana would need to know that constellation. Grandma Tala's words rang in her ears. The ocean chose you. Taking a deep breath, Moana fastened her grandmother's shell necklace around her throat and then retraced her steps along the path to where she and her father had argued. After a few minutes of searching, Moana found the round stone buried in leaves and brushed it off. Opening up the two sides of the shell on her grandmother's necklace, she slotted the stone inside. It was a perfect fit. Her grandmother had worn the heart next to her own all these years, never doubting that Moana would one day need it. Maybe this wasn't such a crazy idea after all. Feeling confident, Moana hurried through the village, stopping to grab a few baskets. She loaded them up with coconuts and bananas. 
At the fisherman's hut, she picked out a rod and some hooks in case she could snare some fish out on the sea. Finally, she went to her own folly and rolled up her mat to take with her. It would be a bed at night and shelter her from the sun during the day. As she stepped back down to the grass, she nearly ran into someone. Her mother's eyes swept over her and everything she was carrying. Moana stared at her, silently pleading for her to understand. Wordlessly, Sina handed her a roll of rope that she had woven, her expression bittersweet. With a grateful half-smile, Moana took the rope and gave her mother a fierce hug, then slipped out of the village. She passed a banyan tree she hadn't noticed before. Half of it was black, dying. How had she not seen the encroaching darkness earlier? The crackling dead leaves under her feet seemed to whisper, Go! Go! Moana ran, hurrying to the cavern of boats. Moonlight filtered into the cavern through the waterfall, painting the boats with an eerie glow. Snort! Snort! Waiting next to the smaller canoe, Pua held an oar in his mouth, just as he had done earlier that day. Kneeling next to him, Moana sighed. No matter how much she wanted to, she couldn't risk taking her little friend with her, especially after what had happened last time. She wouldn't be able to forgive herself if something happened to him. I'm going to miss you, Pua, but I'll be back, and then I can tell you all about my adventures, she whispered. After one final scratch behind his ears, Moana stood and slung her supplies into the canoe, then maneuvered it into the water. Awe! she shouted as she paddled it over the edge of the little waterfall and out into the lagoon with a splash. The boat coasted over the water, perfectly balanced, and once again Moana admired the craftsmanship of her ancestors. It seemed impossible that she could capsize this boat, but for all her passion, she was still a new voyager. Was this a mistake? Moana's eyes turned back to the shore, where she saw smoke rising from torches and cooking fires in the village. Was she really going to leave everyone and everything she knew? Her heart twisted as the light in her grandmother's folly was extinguished, a sign that her grandmother had joined their ancestors. Maybe Moana should go back, comfort her father, and give up this idea. Before doubt could overwhelm her, a glowing shape dove over the sand and into the lagoon. As it came closer to her, Moana saw it was a very special manta ray, her grandmother's favorite animal, winging toward the open ocean. A grin tugged at her lips as the ray's blue light zipped under her boat and flew over the reef, illuminating a channel through the coral. 
Thanks, Grandma, Moana said, picking up her oar. Steering toward the rocks, Moana followed the path the manta ray had taken. Large waves bore down on her, but Moana paddled hard, then quickly opened the sail. With a whoosh, the wind filled the cloth, and the boat soared over the reef like a hawk in the sky. Yes! Moana raised her paddle in victory. She'd done it. As the boat gained speed, she glanced back to where, in the distance, Montanui was getting smaller and smaller. She'd come home again once she'd found Maui, taken him to Tafiti to restore the heart and save them all. Facing forward, Moana angled the boat so the stars of Maui's fish hook were in line with the bow. The sail snapped full, harnessing the wind, and the boat lifted over the waves. Woohoo! Moana called, blinking the sea spray from her eyes. Hope filled her chest like a second sail on the boat, carrying her toward adventure. Out on the ocean, anything seemed possible.